Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, film enthusiasts and newcomers alike, prepare for a cinematic journey like no other. Grab some popcorn, dim the lights, because it's about time you watch this. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. Josh. And Jordy. And today we were going to be talking The Goonies. Mm -hmm. More about that shortly. <laughs> Slight issues. We'll get to that. I've got a bit of a rant coming. But Great. we've now jumped ahead to one of the biggest films of all time, mm -hmm. a movie that shocked me when I realised that Jordan hadn't watched this. Hey, I'd seen bits and pieces, just not the entire shocked thing. me. Didn't shock me. I'll tell you why later. <laughs> Today we are discussing the 1993 cinematic masterpiece, the classic Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. You feel that? Hold on to your butts. Go faster. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Geordie, straight off that, Geordie had not seen oh. this movie. Like, I was jokingly like, oh, we could do Jurassic Park. And she's like, yeah, we could. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You haven't watched it? Yeah, but I've watched the other ones, the ones that count. I, I think this is the one that counts. <laughs> this is the one that counts. <laughs> this is not... the one that counts. Mm. Yeah, this let's, is like let's get Chris into Pratt. It. That's why she's hey, saying that. You know, <laughs> this is why, and we're going to discuss this. So, uh, quick summary of the film in Steven Spielberg's massive blockbuster: paleontologists Alan Grant and Ali Sattler, and mathematician Ian Malcolm, uh, among a select group chosen to tour an island theme park populated by dinosaurs created by uh, prehistoric DNA. Well, the park's mastermind, billionaire John Hammond, assures everyone that the facility is safe. They find out otherwise when various ferocious predators break free and go on the hunt. Mm -hmm. uh, straight off the bat, opening thoughts, Geordie, because we know what Josh and I is. Mine's just, are. I mean, I it's Jurassic Park. Like, that, that's <laughs> Geordie, so. All right, what were your opening thoughts? Because, again, you have seen this movie. I hadn't seen this movie, but you've seen... The Chris yeah. Pratt ones. Yeah. Of course I've seen the Chris Pratt ones. So and you, Daddy Chris isn't in this one. So Daddy Chris. <laughs> Not you. I was going to say, it's a, it's a little bit weird when you. Um, uh, mine was, it doesn't have my boyfriend in it. So I'm not sure, but it's got dinosaurs. So it's a win. Mm -hmm. but okay. Not my boyfriend. <sighs> Anyway. anyway, one might make the argument that this movie is all the better for that. Mm. Now, I like Chris Pratt. When we get mm. into I'm not, I don't want to start a beef this. with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because I will win. Daddy um, Chris will kill you. But, whoa. <laughs> I would feel that those movies, I enjoyed the first Jurassic World. The next two kind of fell off. <gasps> Jurassic World Dominion you was, I'm sorry, tongue. Jurassic yeah, World Dominion was terrible. The and I was so good. excited for that, to have the original cast back in that third one. Mm. I was so disappointed in that film. Do you know what? My issue here is I could not tell you what happened in any of the movies, just the times that you could see Chris Pratt's arms. Arms? <laughs> yeah, Jordy's You know when he's riding thing. on his motorbike and you're... She's got a weird thing about arms. Oh. It's real weird. I love me. You know, how, you know how people have certain things yeah, that they're attracted yeah. to? Jordy's is arms and it's real weird. Anyway, anyway, into the movie. Into the movie. <laughs> into the movie. Look, straight into best scene. 
Josh, I'm going to go to you first because yeah. right. I feel like I know what it's going to be. I've got a fair well, you've, few. You've got a few? I've, I mean, it, it could be the whole movie, but exactly. these are the standouts. So the first credit that pops up on the on the screen uh, makes me so happy. It's the it's not the logo. or It's just the... I don't know what it is. It's someone's name or something. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, chills. Um, then teaching the kid a lesson at the dig site. Yep. That seems very intimidating and very funny. It, it shuts the kid up very fast. Um, the joke about the female seatbelt, um, Dr. Grant uses to like uh, yes. female ends uh, of a seatbelt. Did you pick up on that, Jordan? That go straight over your head. It went straight, straight over my head. And he wraps yeah. them together. And, and then I guess that's something that, yeah, that it's, it's a rewatch thing. You mm. notice that on a rewatch, you go, ah, that's some I foreshadowing for yeah. the rest of the movie. Because they explain later on that all the uh, dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female and that but they won't be able to breathe. But life found a way and he found uh, a way by... You see what they did there? It's clever. It's very clever. Yeah, but where are the hot guys at? Although, wait until the characters. I'm sorry. Sam Neill is a gorgeous human being. I love Sam Neill. The table scene when they're all sitting around having that meeting with the projectors in the background and some good questions get brought up by Ian. Your scientists were so preoccupied in whether they... Whether or not they could, could they didn't stop, stop thinking think whether or not they, they should. should. Yeah. I might have seen this movie once or twice. Once or <laughs> twice. But, yeah, that line is uh, hits hard. Um, <laughs> this is a line, that's one big pile of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, yes. That's very funny. <laughs> Any scene with Anne Malcolm in it, like Jeff Goldblum in this film, is mm. just... I recently rewatched The Fly, and I realised how much, like, Anne Malcolm is his character Seth Brundle in... The fly, but then I kind of realized how much all of you Jeff start Goldblum's watching some of these. Like, obviously, we did Independence Day, we was did, the last yes. episode of the podcast, and you start seeing how much of these characters are, are Jeff, just Jeff Goldblum. They're just Jeff Goldblum, yeah, like it's just him. Um, the whole T Rex escaping and then chasing them later on in the car. Yep. Yep. Um, the symbolism of Dr. Grant throwing away the claw, um, he used to attack kids with it but now the kids have taken over him and like he doesn't I don't know, he's yeah, changed he's, his ways he's changed his ways yep um mention of Lex's computer skills are actually brought up this isn't a favorite scene but this is just something that I've got <laughs> written there for some Extra. reason um her computer skills are actually brought up early in the movie I didn't hear it at all but it's when they're walking and they're jumping over the log and Alan Grant finds the eggs. Yeah. We're so she's focused. She's talking about being a hacker. Yeah. And... We're so focused on the eggs. Yeah, but then I was so. actually listening and I was like, oh, yeah. I've never heard her say oh, that really? line before. Yeah. No, I wasn't paying attention. Um, and then the kitchen scene. Yep. Geordie, mm. what did um, you have for best scenes? I'm intrigued here. Anything... Is there anything that didn't have arms in it? <laughs> yes, Sorry. because Chris Pratt wasn't in it. <laughs> uh, anything after the first hour. So the first oh. hour, I was a bit like, show me the dinosaurs. And, and like, the get into yeah, the cool stuff. That's a Steven Spielberg, uh, Spielberg trope. Like, I you look at Jaws. It. Like, you don't see the shark in Jaws. Like, that's it's building the mystery and the mystique behind these don't creatures before we... Don't build it. Just show we... me. Show me the damn dinosaurs. You're the but issue the with cinema. I've got you two more. You are the issue with cinema these days. Hold you. Up. Two more. Okay. Sorry. Go. Ellen, the kids. This one was just a nice, wholesome, nice. Okay. Like I did love anything after the first hour, okay. but 
Ellen and the kids looking at the dinosaurs at night. So after they'd just made it, they were up in the trees and I all of the, the dinosaurs were like, with their heads over there. Yep. I was like, yeah, it's just wholesome. It was wholesome. It was really nice. And grabbing the electric fence when the power was off. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is another yeah. favourite scene, yeah, with the kid with the one. Three, two. two. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then when, he, when they finally resuscitate, it's <laughs> one. I just had the T-Rex escape because that's, to me, Mm. That scene is cinema perfection. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even CGI wise, if you look at that scene now and you compare that to any Marvel movie, any, any of these Jurassic World sequels, anything like that, the CGI in that scene is miles above anything we have now. It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty like good. it is incredible. And obviously, it's a mix of CGI and, and practical. practical effects with the. And that's I'll what get sells into, it more. I'll get into some of the the practical stuff a little later on, but um, th- that scene is just. To me, peaks and if I had to pick one movie scene from any movie ever made, it's my favourite scene. That's it. It's that. Yeah. Um, story about that: the first time I ever saw that scene. How old I, were you? First six. Okay. Yep. Uh, six coming seven. Um, I have to apologise to my dad's ex-wife who took me to see this at the cinemas at the time with my older stepbrothers <laughs> because I was six and I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, because I was terrified. Because oh. as a six-year-old watching that, and I loved, I was, I was a dinosaur kid, but mm. watching that, I was like, oh. so the first time we missed sort of like oh. three minutes of that primary How dare scene. You be that I person? know that was but, me with the Hunger Games thing last year. Uh, like I still, I still can't get over. It. Anyway. <laughs> um, what the fuck moments? Mm. Um, uh, speaking about CGI. Oh, Geordie, okay, you go first. Here we go. I figured you might have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dinosaur animations for the first time. Wow, what the fuck, eh? What? <laughs> the first time you saw the dinosaur. I feel like I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's. I think well, where, where he says "Welcome to Jurassic Park" and you see all those dinosaurs walking through the field, where you see the Brachiosaurus eating off the top of the tree—is that what you're talking about? No, was that the first time the dinosaurs? When yeah. they drive up and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" and you see the Brachiosaurus eating off the top of the tree. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the that would. What the fuck been is nice. wrong with you? I think. I think that I, is a get, second wait, greatest scene in cinematic it. history because that is, that is where yes. an entire generation of people. So dinosaurs come to life. And maybe that's my issue because I am very much, you know, I've seen all these new no, dinosaurs. No, but that CGI yeah. still holds back, up. That's what I think is. Uh, that's probably my hurting. issue. It's not yeah. the Karatotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorotorot
Um, but it's actually, it's really good. So. Okay. Um, standard actor. Uh, you guys didn't do your what the fuck moments. Oh, oh sorry, yeah. I didn't have any. So yeah, I just I just had one which I I just found a bit a little bit silly. Was it's when Dennis is going down the waterfall. I know what you're about to say. And you. there's a slip the sound, sound effect, effect. and uh, I'm like, that's so out of place. Yeah, it's such a good, I, um, actually, yeah, I agree with you on that. It is really weird that it happens because it is like a cartoony like Looney Tunes. Yeah, whoop, out of slip. everything yeah. else that happens in the movie, everything else is just fine and it's grounded, but then all of a sudden there's just the, Random. yeah, like you said, yeah, the Looney Tunes sound effect, and I'm like, yeah, I'm is that, because that. that sound wouldn't actually be made by anyone. No, like, that's nah, weird. Uh, standard actor, Geordie. Oh, okay, I'm going to read exactly what I have written oh, here. God, here we go. Do not discuss until I finish. Uh. I'll try. I make zero promises here. <laughs> My standout actor was Daddy Leather Jacket. I'd be his future Mrs. Malcolm. Next line, I take it back. He's a douche. Let's go with Alan. <laughs> that is exactly what I have written here. Oh, my God. You're welcome. Daddy Leather Jacket. Daddy Leather Jacket. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm primarily that, gener- I'm holding. I'm holding him here. Put him... There, daddy this is Daddy jacket. Leather Jacket. <laughs> I'm going to only refer to Jeff Goldblum as Daddy, daddy leather, leather Jacket in life from now on. You're welcome. Great. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but then he becomes a douchebag and I'm like, Who, what is wrong with you? Well, Go away. It was standout actor, not standout character, but yeah, okay. He's an actor. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy um, Leather Jacket. Well, I, I daddy actually, Leather Jacket. I, I did have Daddy Leather Jacket as my standout actor <laughs> hey. as well because he is... Like again, as we said, he's, he's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I cannot speak today. Jeff Goldblum mm. playing himself. Yeah, but he's just so good in this. Like, he is. He's just from what the character is in the book, it's a it's a bit of a departure. Not too much, but a bit of a departure. Okay. Um, and he just he just does it so well. But everyone in this is good. Yeah, I th- mm. that's mine says everyone. Yeah, like, I mean, there's it doesn't prob- say daddy leather jacket. It, like. I, I didn't know that daddy leather jacket was a thing until now. So. You're welcome. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I mean, there are a couple of people that like I could care for less and care for yeah. more. But when you, I just look at it as a grand scope, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to single out anybody because everyone was great. Yeah, so. mm. um. How did it perform? It mm-hmm. had a budget of only $63 million, which compared to some of the movies we've done on this podcast, like, that's a low budget. Mm-hmm. But was that normal for that time? Because this was like 90s, right? For yeah, some movies. For some movies, like, like a, a big budget film around the early 90s might have been, yeah, 100 million, maybe tops. Okay, so it's still low for. Film. So it's f- relatively low. Yeah. And the stuff that they are able to accomplish. What they achieved with, is... with this is just absolutely mind blowing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it has since made over a billion dollars at the box office. Wow. Yeah. Which would greenlight a sequel, and it did. We got, mm-hmm. what, we had five sequels, sequels yeah. a TV show. We've had Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. Have you watched that, Josh? I started watching that with it's, one of my friends, Tom. I need to give him a shout it's, out it's, now because yeah. Jurassic Park is his favorite hey. movie. So, hey. Tom. Sorry you couldn't be here, but <laughs> I hope you're Maybe listening. Next time. Um, yeah, Camp Cretaceous is very good, and they're mm. doing a follow-up series on that when all the kids are older. Oh, because I only got well, – I think I got through the first season. Yeah, so Camp Cretaceous is set sort of between um, Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, sort of fits in the middle yes, there. Yes, This new series they're doing is basically after Dominion, mm. uh, um, which can comes I just out on Netflix say, this year. Mm. All of these extra bits have been added after this crappy first movie, that's when they got better. And they were like, let's add a TV show because this is great now. Let's add this extra one because, whoa, look how mind-blowing these movies are. I'm pretty sure just that's saying. just the Hollywood and how the f- they operate just now. Saying, <laughs> just saying. Did you just fucking say 
this crappy first movie. It's like your first pancake. You've just got to throw it away. What? <laughs> what analogy is that? So, Josh, I, I feel like she's just deliberately saying this to try and rile me up because there's no way she would logically, sanely say this stuff. <laughs> like, I didn't hate it, but your first one's a flop. And it gets better. Did you just call Back to the Future a flop? I hate you now. I've never seen that. Yes, you, you did. Have, you we did it on the podcast. podcast. I don't remember it, so obviously it wasn't that good. <laughs> anyway, let's 2024 get... is off to a flying start. Hey, it's a on flying this podcast. car. That's back to the... Sorry. Keep going. Let's keep pushing through. <laughs> yeah, let's push through. What's before? one thing I've that could have some... made it better? Having my boyfriend. No, we haven't got to that part yet. Just <laughs> relax. <laughs> I've got some facts. Okay. All right. I'll sit here you go first, I have some, you got facts. some facts. Yep. Um... Okay, so there's uh, you probably have all of these, but I'm sure you've got some more. Um, during the uh, T-Rex escape, the scene, um, the massive animatronic that they had got so wet that it actually started shivering and it looked like it was cold in the <laughs> oh, weather because of all the weather conditions. Cold. So they had to throw a bunch of towels over it when it wasn't <laughs> being used and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's pretty um, cool. There's... In the kitchen scene, when the Velociraptors open the door, yes. there's a shot far back and you can see a crew member's hand put it their hand on the back of the Velociraptor to tilt it upwards because <laughs> it wasn't in the right position. Oh, so you no. can slightly you can see, see this hand tapping on it. Um, and once you see it, every time you watch the movie, you you will, that's the thing you'll pay attention to. Okay, I need to watch that. Um, and then there is one... Shot. It is for a split second at the end of the movie when the T-Rex picks up the Velociraptor in its mouth and is waving it around. Yeah. There is one frame where the Velociraptor disappears. The coding for the CGI <laughs> skipped a frame. Oh, no. And so if you go frame by frame, the Velo for Velociraptor just blips out of existence and, and then, then comes back. back. But you can't see it because it's so minute. But if you go really slow, yep. it just you disappears. Know it's there. That's funny. <laughs> mm. um, that's so it. Touch on some of the differences between the book and the movie. So when this came out, they actually bought the rights to do um, this movie before the book was finished. I'm yes. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, because they were that after Michael Crichton had written some huge books, and this was one of those things that they were just like, "Yes, we need the rights to this." Yeah. Um, and sold for a record amount as well. So differences include the fact that in the book, the dinosaurs are already on the mainland. So that doesn't happen until the sequel movie, uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yeah. Um, but in this, the Velociraptors uh, actually, uh, there's a plot point in the movie where the raptors are seen escaping from the island on a boat. Uh, oh, And they're trying to get a phone to alert the boat and alert the mainland that the dinosaurs are on the ship. Right. Um, Tim and Lex's roles are switched. So Tim's actually the older sibling... Lex is a younger girl, but obviously it was there was reasons for the casting and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And some of like Tim was a dinosaur kid and a um, computer nerd, and like that sort of role was split uh, yeah. a bit. Uh, in the movie, John Hammond, who creates Jurassic Park, obviously is you know beloved and is big. In the book, he's actually the villain, oh. and he actually dies. Oh. He's actually eaten by compies, the yeah, little dinosaur. Oh, so he gets the Dennis Nedry death. Pretty much, yeah. Huh. Um, Interesting. And in the book, there's actually a baby T-Rex, like a teenage T-Rex as That's well. That's in the next one. Oh. Which is in the next one. So a lot of the elements from the book okay. sort of 
included into it. Like the book was very gory, very mm-hmm. you could easily, and I think I've said this to Jordy before we watch this, and I because I talk about this movie a lot. And, yes, you do. Um you could go back now and they could it was announced this week actually that there's a new movie in the works. There's a script being written for a new movie. Why? None of the original cast will be in it. None of the new cast will be in it. So your boyfriend won't be in it. Sorry. I don't care then. So it's basically a new chapter in the franchise. Um, I've always said you could go back and turn this into a Netflix series and adapt the book. I guess you could. Make it really dark. Make it really violent. Mm. um, And it would be a really good – because the book is actually – but if it's dark better. and violent, will people love it as much as they love the family-friendly ones? I think they'd like it more. Yeah, because it's more realistic. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. True. Um, um, and the, people seem to have a thing for you know, R-rated dark attacks yeah. on things now. True. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dr. Hammond? No, just Hammond. Yeah. Um, yep. The old guy. He's David Attenborough's brother. Really? Yeah. Huh. The guy who does all the okay, nature that's kinda cool. stuff. Who's David Attenborough? He's the one that talks about the animals, and in the wild we see the dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm actually impressed that you do that. Please. Mm. Um, so in the book quickly as well, there's different death scenes and characters that die and survive. Um, so compared to the film, Dennis, Dennis Nedry and Robert Muldoon survive in the book. Oh, where lawyer Donald Gennaro is killed by the T-Rex, Jurassic Park's PR chief Ed Regis is killed instead. Uh, additionally, characters such as Dr. Wu, who survived up until Jurassic World Dominion, he dies in the book. <laughs> John Hammond, eaten by compies as well. Interestingly, Ian Malcolm dies in the book. That's Daddy Leather Jacket, right? That's Daddy Leather that, Jacket. He dies in once the book. Once again, Daddy, Daddy Leather, leather Jacket. jacket. <laughs> um, but he was brought back by the author for the sequel. So obviously he's in the sequel movie, but when Michael Crichton went to write the sequel to Jurassic Park, he actually brought that character back to life because he's the main character in the sequel. Well, how do you bring him back to life? Magic, magic. Ooh. But because the second <laughs> the second book, he wasn't gonna do a second book. But because of how well the movie uh, did, they were like, "We need, we need another movie, so we need another, another book. book." Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah. So just some of the differences there between the book and the movie because it is. But as I said, it's definitely worth. A read of the book. It mm. is really, really good. I, I think suppose I've if got... I read the book, I could then picture my boyfriend as one of the characters. <sighs> if you want. Um, <laughs> when they were entering post-production on this, uh, Steven Spielberg started work on Schindler's List and was working I on... I haven't seen that because that's a really long one. <laughs> Did you not watch that at school? No, we didn't. Nobody we watches really... it at school. You're old. We, we, watched, <laughs> um, we watched The Queen and we watched oh. something else. Can't, can't remember. remember. School was a last year thing. Yeah, exactly. You forget yeah, about me, it. Yeah, me like... too. I don't have my 20-year high school reunion this year. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Old man. Um, so Steven Spielberg was in Poland working on Schindler's List when they were doing post-production on this. So he was doing it. Oh this is God. in the days before Zoom and in internet and all that sort of stuff. So he was having to teleconference to remain in touch with the Jurassic Park crew to help them edit and put it all together. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, but in 1993, 1994, he had... Jurassic Park followed by Schindler's List. That's crazy. Like huge, huge for him. Um, and just quickly before we wrap up the facts, plenty of big name stars looked at for this movie. Um, so you'll be shocked by some of these. Harrison Ford as Alan Grant. I am shocked. I, I, I can see that. Shut up, you. But, um, and because not you, Josh. Jordy. Oh, <laughs> not you. And because but it's a Steven Spielberg thing. Like, he turned yeah. it down only because he felt it was too similar to Indy. Did he make Fords? Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Why You're is right, the camera this way? Camera that would have been so words. funny. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey. Hey, I know as him. Daddy Leather Jacket. Nah. Nah. No. Nah. 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 Uh, Robin Wright as Ali Sattler. You might not know Robin Wright. Uh, she was the princess in Princess Bride. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Okay. One of the biggest names, though, that was attached to it to potentially play the part of John Hammond, Sean Connery. Mm. Turned it down. Mm. Instead, went in Rising Sun, which was a terrible film. Bombed. Yeah, that's um with Sean Connery um, has a history of like making poor choices. He also turned down the role of Gandalf. Yeah, Lord Ooh, of the Rings yeah, because he didn't silly. understand it. He didn't understand uh, it, and he went on to do the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Have you seen that film? No. And that's all we need uh, to know. That, that one's on our list. <laughs> oh, oh, great. Um, all right. I'm going to ask the next question to Josh and completely ignore Geordie. What, if possible, would make this movie better? I think. I believe you. No, mean. shut up, you. <laughs> I think. You might, you'll probably disagree with this as well, but I think, I think just for, uh, like that first initial scene with the Brachiosaurus and then later with the Gallimimus, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. Yep. The running. Just looking, looking at them now, I'm kind of like, oh, this is the first time I've noticed, oh, the CG's now just a little bit, just because the text, I think it, for me, it's not the movement. It's not how... They overall look. It's just Filthy some of the te- it's just some of the textures. They look they look a little bit too Weathered. a little bit too flat. But everything else besides those shut were, up, Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> they were the only two that I was like, oh, my feelings have been altered a little bit. I would everything else, agree, Josh. Everything shut else, up. <laughs> everything else is the same. Um, but yeah, there's just some effect. and there's oh, there's one where they're going through the air ducts. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then Lex is hanging off. There's a, that was a stunt double, and yeah, they've CGI'd actually, yeah. her, CGI'd her face, face on top. And it's only because I know that yeah, I look for it. Exactly. Otherwise, um, you'd never pick no. it. But I do yeah, look I for it now. It. It, yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to do a shout out for I guess favorite actors. He's oh, not yeah. an actor. He's a character. But Mr. DNA. God, oh, I love Mr. that DNA. character. I have a I have a pop vinyl, Mr. DNA. Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he's pretty great. And yeah, look. See, every time I watch this movie, I. And this, to me, is a that sign of a good movie. I'm taken back to, like, I'm watching that and I'm a six-year-old kid. Mm. Like, mm. every time I watch this movie. And that's why I watch so it again, so often. So, again, it's the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. But mm. it's but a good movie should do that. A good movie should make you feel like. You were sitting on the couch with a VHS, eating your popcorn. Watching sitting that. in the cinema watching it for the first time. Like, it should make mm. you feel emotion and joy like that. And I think that's maybe why I enjoy things like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that sort of stuff so much because it does make you, takes you out of the real world, makes you forget about everything else and you just. Mm, Sometimes you feel things. One of those. (laughs) She's just really just (laughs) irking me. One One of those for me is the Goonies. We haven't done that Okay, so we haven't discussed the issue. So we were supposed to be doing the the Goonies uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, We We were ready to watch it. We were ready to watch it. Last so night, keen. in fact. So keen. Went to put it on over dinner. No bingo. It's not streaming. I could have sworn this was streaming on Disney Plus. No, it's the not. No, no, it's not. It's not a Disney film. No, no, but I thought it was like would have been a Fox film. Oh, but so that's why I thought Josh, in that merger they would have no. had it. But I have it on DVD. You do. And Josh, we, we'll... can we just? Sorry, let me just tell you this because someone else needs to poke the bear besides me. Chris has on his hard drive. All of the movies he thinks are worthy of the hard drive. This is a massive hard drive full of movies. He doesn't have the good news. Hey, Chris, on there. was the good news on it? Wasn't. 
No. Why was the Goonies not on the Because I've never watched the Goonies. Mm. This is the discussion. And I, I, How do you feel about that, Josh? Please let him have it. He knows <laughs> He knows I've not watched the Goonies. That's why mm. we were supposed to be doing it this week. But he also doesn't think the Goonies is worth having. Well, I don't know if it's worth having. I haven't watched it yet. Either of you, you don't know if it's worth having. I think it's worth it, Josh. <laughs> Jordy, you do your last part of the thing. I'm going to sit here now. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, yeah, what do you think would make it better? Oh, I would love it if Chris Pratt was in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very Did nice, Did you read Jordy. my notes? Yeah. <laughs> I also said not made in the 90s. Oh, okay. Even the thousands would have had a better chance. Yeah, but then it wouldn't have made sense because genetic engineering was becoming a thing in the 2000s. Like, it had to have been in the 90s because that was the whole point. It was genetic engineering was an unknown thing. Mm. Yep. Cool story, bro. Needs more dinosaurs that aren't CGI. Cool story, bro. Oh, my God. Anyway. Final thoughts. Are we going to do the other ones? No, have you seen every single other? Have you seen the second one? No, you wouldn't have seen Lost World. Does that have my boyfriend in it? No. no. It has, uh, what's his name? Daddy, Daddy Leather, Leather Jacket. Jacket. <laughs> Daddy Leather Jacket is the uh, the main character in the second one. Oh, I feel like I may have um, seen it. And he's got his daughter with him. No, I haven't on seen the it. Island. He's no. got a teenage daughter. No bingo. Um, there's actually two T-Rexes in the second one. Mm. They were like, how do we make this bigger and better than the first one? Oh, we know. Let's put two T-Rexes in it. But then the T-Rex goes to the mainland and starts tearing up San Francisco. It's actually... I, is it he a it good- got a little bit panned when it came out, but I actually love it. Mm. It's one again. It's it's a guilty pleasure one. Is yeah. he um, a good dad? No, he's a terrible dad. Okay, then no, the, I don't want to. But then he becomes a good dad as the. So he deserves the title of had, Daddy Leather Jacket, eventually. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and then the third one had Sam Neill, Alan Grant. He was I back again. I love the third one. Really? That's an unpopular opinion, really? but compared to. Fallen Kingdom and Dominion, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Compared, to I the do. Ones, yeah. I'm now in a safe zone because it yeah. is. Oh, it's far better. better. It's far better than those. It three. has its goofy moments, but it, honestly, if I were to put one in out of well, I say Jurassic World's in this because when I started watching the yeah, Jurassic yeah, yeah, World, yeah. it came out. Out of those four, if I were to pick one, it would be the first one, the third one, the fourth one, and then Lost World. Lost World never really, really had that. Oh, no. Nah, see, I love the Lost World. So Which one's like, the one where my hot boyfriend is like on his motorbike with the Raptors? That's, that's my favorite. All three of them. Well, yeah, I was going to say all that's just a generic three. scene in uh, any of them. No, but the going through the jungle, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic World. World. That's my favorite. Okay. Yeah, just for that scene. Anyway. Okay, we're going to wrap it up there. Next that's week. Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And potentially more divorce mm. proceedings. Uh, <laughs> uh, next week we are going into disaster movie mm-hmm. territory. I think it's we'll the get... first disaster movie we've done. Yes. No, Twister. No, you guys said the... Twister. Oh, Twister. What about the oh, one yeah, where but this is... Oh, no. The one where the aliens, is that count as disaster? What's a yeah, disaster? Yeah, not to this scale. This is like end of the world movie. Okay, so, the one yeah. end of world. Gotcha. Um, and we've got a few of these on the list yeah. to do, but this is the first one. Next week we're talking we'll, Roland Emmerich's 2012. Mm, we'll get to the Goonies eventually. We will get we'll, there. We will we've get got there. A couple, Once the streaming services pull their heads out of their asses and yeah. put it on a couple more streaming services, then we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so but put your yeah, seatbelts no, on. Get ready for it. But also put your seatbelts on for this next movie. Yeah, this, ne- this next one's going to be... Shit gets crazy. It's it's going to be a wild ride. So we will talk to you again uh, in a fortnight's time. We're sort of spacing the episodes out a bit more now as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Why is that, Christopher? What did that you is die because, that what can't you no, get out of? <laughs> that is because you are about to start teaching again. You go back to school after maternity leave. I do. Mm-hmm. Josh is... Uh, Doing stage a lot of shows. and behind the stage of a thousand Broadway shows at the moment. You're not wrong. Um, plus, he's working about 48 different jobs as well. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, he will be I bought a new car that I like to drive around. It's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and, and the children. Yeah. And, and, and we've got children as well, which is, you know, between work and children, it makes it hard to balance. Can't so. relate. Good. <laughs> probably, probably a good thing, Josh. Uh, so we're going to space things out a bit more. So, uh, But we will have some bonus content and all that sort of stuff going up over the, the, the time frame as well. But we'll talk to you again soon for another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative podcast.